Good evening, everyone, yo. and welcome back to Black and White yo, yo, Sports. Yo. And this is live Wednesday night show, or is it the Wednesday night live show? Let me try <laughs> live from Stadium Tavern. It's Wednesday night. There you go. <laughs> you were close, I guess. Yeah, of course, of course. That's all that counts. Um, one hand grenades, man. We're talking about racing tonight. Now, yes, we are. We're talking about races. So basically, what that means is Damon's out of his element. Yeah, <laughs> way <laughs> out. What that means is I'm 100% hosting tonight. So yeah, I have the gavel. It. He's like, you guys talk, I'm pointing. I have the gavel today. <laughs> so um, let's do some introductions. Obviously, we are black and white. Oh, hold on, Damon. Uh, say hello to the Checkers and Records folks, too, because we're live on Checkers and Records. Uh-huh. Well. Yes, we are dual simulcast from Checkers and Records all page, too. Over the place. Yeah, so we are Black and White Sports, and we are Checkers and Wreckers. Obviously, you know myself. I am Damon the One. We have Dan the Ass, and we have Sean Tommy Boy, and we have Chris Howdy. Howdy. That was loud. (laughs) That was loud. So we're getting it in, and we also have our eSports correspondent in the house tonight. We have Gator Mellon. How do you miss the whatnot? And whatnot. Esports <laughs> and whatnot, <laughs> folks. And we're packing the house he tonight. Totally bypassed that. We have we have guests. Um, we have uh, previous guests with uh, Holly Heights, yep. our track She's correspondent. In She's in the house. Her and her lovely fiance. Yes. Look, look, there she gotta comes. Be she seen gotta come say hi. Nope. Look up here. There it is. <laughs> we should have warned her before. This. <laughs> Yeah, so we got to have one more uh, color who doesn't know racing. <laughs> and she, no, she messaged me earlier. She goes, I don't know anything about Indy 500. I said, did Damon tell you to tell me that? Because he was telling me to find 10 black people and ask them if they know anything about Indy cars. No, it was open wheel. Open, open wheel, wheel. Open wheel. <laughs> yeah, lost. <laughs> I mean, he's over. He's batting over right now. Yeah, that's now. four. Yeah, so that's also, we also have. All the way down from Alabama, we got Brian and his wife. They're in the house. Tennessee, my bad. His daughter is in Alabama. Yes, his daughter is rolling the tide. Leo's got beer. (laughs) (laughs) I have been waiting. Danny Beck, welcome. Josh Rodden. And we have have Tammy in the house, longtime friend of all of ours. She did us a hell of a duty because I forgot something at home. And thank you, Tammy, for bringing it. (laughs) Because she is a star. And then also we have one of our um, um, Indianapolis Indians contest ticket winners. Denny is in the house. And we got the mailman's in the house. Mailman! (laughs) (laughs) And where can you find everything of the... Hap, hap, happenings going on with all of us. You can find that at bwsports1.com. That's where all the top secret stuff happens. All the top secret news and everything. You can get us on everything. All of our social uh, media outlets, um, our blogs, which we all have been neglecting lately. But we'll get back to it. (laughs) It's been a while. It has. All right. Actually, it was a carding event. It wasn't too long ago. (laughs) It wasn't too long ago. I slipped one in there. (laughs) So so now we're going to get to the reason why we are here. Obviously, this is May. This is Indiana. 
It's May, and it's Indiana, and everybody know what goes down in May in Indiana. You can tell you are not a race fan. This is May, and this is Indiana. (laughs) You say yours. The Indy 500, ladies and gentlemen. The Indianapolis 500, folks. As Butch said earlier, tomato, tomato, Uh, so we'll go with that. (laughs) We will. And we have special guests in tonight. Speaking of, um, a guest that's going to be joining us for the whole show. We have 30-year vet of Indy um, Indy Car Racing, uh, Mr. Butch Winkle. (laughs) (laughs) And then we'll have another sit-in later on in the show. Um, And and he is here. And we'll have a phone conversation with a very exciting young man. Yes. We'll have another phone conversation. Oh, those, those telephones. <laughs> Who Butch knows. I was going to say, yeah. They know you do them really well. I'm sure it's a, a pretty small world there. <laughs> yeah, once you get into <laughs> it, sure yeah, you know we always say it's always the same faces, just different shirts. There you go. Yeah, exactly. They all change the sponsors, all that shit. Right. So, Butch, let's hear this resume that you sent Damon. Break it down, Butch. Oh, yes, what, what, what do you need to know? What all have you done for IndyCar or at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Been involved well, I mean, with and everything. Yeah, we. I mean, obviously, it's much different today than it was back in the day, uh, back in the 90s and late 80s. When I first showed up there, uh, it used to be 30 days of racing, mm-hmm. and uh, you really came there pretty much prepared to uh, run for the whole month and hope that you don't toast a car and hurt your driver and all the rest of it. But uh, one of the big things... Today, it's very compact. You have to be very organized, especially from your road course cars to your speedway cars. And you've got to have a lot of people back at the shop prepping these cars while you're out racing all those road courses that they do right before the season, you know, as it starts. And, uh, you know, just that side of it is probably the most difficult for people, especially people that are comer-ins that uh, basically don't race every every uh race so they come in just for the indianapolis 500 and it, it's it takes a i mean you just have to have so many resources setup resources engineers other drivers and you you don't get that if you're an independent and that's what uh, we kind of saw this weekend am i correct yeah, yeah. absolutely <laughs> yeah. And, and you know I, and, and you know you you're talking about that a for, talk about a formula one team that basically doesn't have a budget they spend as much money as they want and they were denied the 500 and and why well it happens all the time they get in a hole uh you start you start overthinking it you you panic uh all of it it just it's kind of it, like quicksand it, it is it That's is a good way to put you that. saw you saw it like ray hall has done yeah. it penske's done it everyone's done look it. look at the year penske didn't even make the race that's right yeah all through all of his cars yeah yeah and just uh it just happens and and sometimes it's just not your day yeah. And, uh, you know, now that you, you only get a kind few like chances Alonzo, to do right? it. Kind of like Alonzo. So, yeah. basically, kind of like Alonzo, so yeah. what I'm picking up here is that a Formula One driver. Fernando trying, Alonzo. Was trying to get into an IndyCar race. Now, now let's back up a little he bit. When you say, when you say Formula did. One driver, he's a two-time world champion. Okay. Yeah. So, and he comes to Indy, which he did run last year in Indy. It was his first year. But he had full backing by Andretti Autosport. Uh-huh. So this year he comes in with McLaren, which is his team from Formula One, and they're a new team coming in. Well, 
Hey, I took pictures of that car. The orange one? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that one. <laughs> McLaren, that's what stuck out. But, you know, like Butch said, you know, they got in a hole. And 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 when you get behind like that and you're chasing the eight ball, you, you start over-engineering. I mean, you're, you're thinking of all these things and trying. And, and I know from my experience in racing, when you make wholesale changes like that, you don't know exactly which change worked. That's why you need to sneak up on it and make little changes. That is so true. Okay, so, so instead of doing a, a tune-up, so to speak, they replaced the whole engine. No, no, it's not about the engine. It's, no, I'm just yeah. using that as an example. I mean, basically what they did is, I mean, he, they even said it on TV. He, they changed the setup so drastically that he went out there and the thing bottomed out. Well, when you bottom out on that track, it can be – it can be deadly because the car bottoms out. It, it's under load. It releases, and then you lose all your downforce. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't. I understood exactly what you were right. saying there. He understood what you yeah. It flew way over his head. <laughs> all the stuff. Can you do that noise again? <laughs> As all the stuff underneath the car gets grounded out by the track. Pretty much. Right. Yeah. Kind of <laughs> like on a regular road when you go over a speed bump too high. I get the concept of grounding out the car. <laughs> you go over a speed bump too ass high, you might get a little ass, folks. That's little ass. That's little bump there. Ridiculous. So, but anyway, back to the original question. <laughs> what about your history in the track? Well, my, history, my history of the track is I've, you know, Alonzo Jr. won it in 92. I was on that team. Uh, I've was on the team that Scott Pruitt was leading with 20 laps to go, mm -hmm. and Bo Zell blew his motor in turn two, and we found the fence because we were right behind him and we were leading, and we were probably a good, I think, 25, 30 seconds ahead of anybody. Not felt like we had it in the bag. I was counting my prize money, and, and <laughs> that was that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, real quick, he's coming on later, but Christian said hello. Oh, he, said he thought that was you. Yeah. He just wanted to say hello there. Yeah, that's awesome. awesome. <laughs> yeah. I did not mean to interrupt. I, I, I was going to say, I know. That's not it. Podcast. I saw it. And the, the other part of my resume is one time I decided that I would work for a guy named Marty Roth. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Rich Canadian dude that uh, wanted to do the Indianapolis 500 in his first year. We put him in an Indy Lights car, and he did all right, so we decided that maybe next year, with his funding, we could try to put him in the 500, which we did. I did. Mark Moore and I did. And uh, it, was, uh, it was difficult at best, uh, but we put him in it, and that year I won the Clint Bronner Award because I took the least amount and made something out of it. And, uh, not saying that Marty is the least amount, but he was a rookie, he was an independent, and you know, that, that's tough. And back then it was a little harder to get in the race than it is today. Uh, oh, I agree totally. Yeah. And I think, you know, I, I don't know what you guys thought of the split when that happened, but, uh, you know, I, I think that kind of hurt the sport, but now it's really coming back full on. Oh, yeah. And it's really, it's really well, making some strides. And we've discussed it on our podcast, you know, how NASCAR's on a decline right now and IndyCar's is gaining steam. You know, every year it, it seems like it gets better and better. The racing's stronger, the competition's stronger. I mean, it's never going to be the old days of IndyCar, 
but we're in a great place right now. Oh, yeah. Well, and I think they've probably got one of the best people running the speedway that they can possibly have right now with Doug Bryce. I agree. That guy I agree. is on top of everything. He's he's done miracles at that place. So, um, I'm not watching the checkers of record stream, but are you guys on that one? Are you getting any questions from anybody for that? Yeah, I don't want checkers of record speed right now. I haven't seen any questions. Well, I haven't seen any. You seen any? I was on a watch, but that's where Christian said, hey, and I interrupted that. I know what a, a lot of people like to know is, I mean, what we see on the outside is the cars going around the track, you know, at an absorbent amount of speed. Um, I know what we'd like to know, or some of us who don't really follow racing that much, would like to know some of the behind the scenes. You know, I mean, what are the processes, processes to the car so much that you have to do to be ready for the race? I mean, is it a lot of sleepless nights? Um, you know, I mean, a lot of uh, hot dogs in the back of the RV? I mean. I mean, what goes on? Because I mean, I mean, I'm not a mechanical guy, I'm not a racing guy, so I don't know a whole bunch about cars other than changing the tire. Well, you know, I we always say racing is if you're walking up front, racing is easy because you don't have to touch the car. You rub on it, you buff it, you polish it, you put it in the truck, right? And you get ready for tomorrow. But while you're dead last, what are you doing to the car? You're working on everything. You're changing suspension geometry. You're changing ride heights. You're changing everything, shocks, everything that can cost. So you're working twice as hard if you're running in the middle of the park. Okay. So, so if you're up front, you're smiling. If you're back at the back, you're not having too much fun at the Indianapolis 500. And that's why it's really important to show up there prepared. Mm -hmm. Your car ready to go. And, and a lot of people, it just doesn't happen like that anymore. Right. Because there's shortage of parts through the Dwarah. There's, you know, there's a lot of variables. Well, like we were just talking earlier, he always makes fun of me when I'll comment on the show that, uh, you know, they're rubbing or massaging on the car. I just like hearing him say that because it's fun. <laughs> but I mean, you know, if you don't know what we're talking about, folks, I mean, these, these guys are are finessing every part to make it, you know, to squeeze every ounce they can out of that car for speed. And like we were talking earlier, how they even clear cut over the decals yeah. to, to reduce the drag. I mean, anything they can do to get that extra little bit of speed out of the car. Yeah. I mean, they really use that more for the qualifying side of it. Right. Once it becomes race time, then they have to become, it becomes more of a, what's my car like in traffic? What's my car like behind someone? What's my car like out front by itself? Right. You know? And so you've got all that going on too. As a race car driver, you have to, you have to think about one, I got to get a good qualifying speed so I can be up there and be in the thing. But you can win this, you can win this race anywhere. Because it's so long, and we've all seen the it. strategy and all the things that goes on at that place. You know, it's just a matter of getting in the car and making sure that you finish the race. Right, because it's not always guaranteed the bullshit is going to win. Case in point, Roberto Guerrero. Yes, exactly right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was one of the dumbest things I have ever seen in my life. Yeah, going on the, the, the third lap of the, of the formation right before the finish. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, with the BMA, I have a question to ask, Butch, since, you know, you've been around Indy and, and been in the Indy cars and everything. What is one of your fondest memories or one of your best memories out at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway during May? And before you get into that, let's give you a couple seconds, a couple minutes to think about that. Phone call. 
Phone call. Phone call. Phone call. <laughs> so that gives him time to think about that. So you got 30 years of memories. <laughs> Now, now those those count in the the after party is winning and everything. We want to know the best. I want to know where Tyler was running around this yeah. victory left naked. Hello, hello, hello there. Gotcha. Can you hear us? Can you hear me? Well, hello there. Hey, Asher. My name is Nasha Ferris. I'm the Edward Raven Ferris. Well, hello there, Asher. I am uh, Sean, Tommy Boy, Stephen. We met uh, out of the track. I'm uh, a buddy of your dad's, actually. You remember me? Yes. We have actually, uh, I'm sitting next to one of your family members. you believe that? Yeah. He's actually going to be on the show after you. Look at that. It's a family affair here for you guys today. <laughs> Look at that. Well, hey, we got a few questions for you. Do you mind if we uh, we ask you a couple questions here? Yeah. So, uh, you know, uh, I've been uh, paying attention. That video was incredible. Uh, why don't you tell everybody what you were uh, able to do there at the uh, the track during qualifying this past weekend? Interview some drivers and just you know, talk, talk to some drivers. Uh, I guess uh, so. When you say drivers, what uh, what drivers did you get to talk to? Charlie uh, Kimball, Simon Pagno, Paul Sutter. That's it. Do you have a uh, a favorite by chance that you gotta talk to? My favorite was the first one I said Charlie Kimball. Charlie Kimball. So uh, I guess my I thought you my favorite driver. Exactly. That's what I was about. You were telling me. Charlie Kimball's your favorite driver? Yeah, Charlie Kimball. So, uh, Ashley, one, go ahead and tell why Charlie Kimball is your favorite, man. Because they talked to me four years ago. Four years ago, is that? Even smaller than you. Two years old. Two years old. Charlie Kimball gave you. Charlie Kimball gave you. Charlie Kimball and I'm sure he remembered you, right? He remembered me. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> this is forget you, man. Does he know that he has? Uh, I can't really remember what he has. He doesn't remember my name. He didn't remember you, but he did remember talking to you. Well, that is awesome. And uh, uh, as Butch was saying here, we had a guest here, Butch. And uh, he was a, uh, a former crew chief there. He uh, he mentioned there, Charlie Kimball is diabetic. You knew that, correct? Yes. So that is really neat to see uh, somebody kind of overcome stuff like that and uh, get out there. And, and really, he's uh, been a contender there mm -hmm. a few years in the 500. So, uh, Ashley, what got you into racing? I mean, you're, you're six years old. Four years ago, you were talking to Charlie Kimball on pit lane. Hey, what got you into racing? Love cars and starting to talk to drivers. It's what got me into racing. There you go. And, and I love that because, uh, I mean, that really shows. I have I mean, a bot Indy car at home. You have a what? A bot Indy car. So I, I guess I'll ask your dad, but that, I got that video. He, he uh, sent a video. He's, he built a box Indy car. He's got a helmet on. 
and he's in the, the living room. Uh, yeah, so uh, I don't know. Uh, I think I, I, mom and dad need to get him a PS4 and get him a Project Cars 2 game yeah, in the race with us. I don't know about you guys. I think yeah. mom and dad need to get him a cart. Yeah, yes, right? Either that or get him behind the microphone because this kid knows how to do it. Yeah, yeah, sure. Incredible. I'm yeah, yeah. impressed. He's uh, good. So, uh, again, tell everybody uh, where they can check out that video, and I know you got more coming, that's for sure. Um, you can check out all of my videos on YouTube. Todd Acres Racing Channel, and some of my videos will be posted on Facebook. The Facebook is Todd Acres Racing Channel. Awesome. Well, we will definitely share if you let us, because uh, we are a fan of yours. Um, so, uh, give me one more second. I got one more question for you here for sure, and that is, I got to know, who do you think is going to win me in the Apple Song number? I think he's gonna win Charlie Kimball. I keep saying Charlie Kimball is first one. Charlie Kimball, I like it. I like his loyalty to his. Yeah. To his. Uh, hey Asher, this is Howdy. I have a question for you. You know, if you watched any of our shows, we like to do what we call a checkers and records pick. So Charlie Kimball's gonna be your checkers pick. Do you have a record pick? Somebody who you think's not gonna do very well? So, my red picks are like, you know how James Kent's was that piece that you want? Yeah, yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna also have him in the records, and then um, Connor Daly is also gonna be in the Oh, oh. you're saying Connor Daly and Henshaw uh, both the records? <laughs> I can see them going out together, honestly. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> those, those are good picks there, Asher. Good yeah. job, buddy. Well, Asher, do you mind asking your dad? Let's just uh, get your mom and dad's pick. Are they around there? Or did you run off with the phone? <laughs> oh, no. He, there he is. <laughs> well, Brandon, you're a big race fan yourself. Let's get your uh, checkers and records if you don't mind. Oh, okay. Um, I, I, I don't know that I can really pick against Pagano. Team Penske just looks too strong, too fast. <laughs> he was the fastest. I just, plus, he was really cool to my kids. So, fair enough. That gave bonus points there. If you watch the video, if you haven't yet, please do. But if you if you have, it is really cool to watch yes. Asher, you know, interact with Asher. You can tell him mean, Pagano you know, very. Uh, I was going to say that was the best. Uh, that's the uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So next year we're getting this kid media credentials. Right. <laughs> so you guys are uh, are doing a heck of a job there. They've been out at Ingles with us. Uh, okay. They came and checked out Ingles with us. So uh, that was a blast. Uh, is Kristen around? Does she want to throw out her pick real quick? Yeah. Here she is. I think I have to go with Rossi. There we go. Ooh. As a as a checker, right? He's sucking up to all you magic kids. <laughs> hey, not me. Oh, yeah. There's only one that works there. So, do you have a record there? Just say uh, Pinsky. I gotta agree with Asher. I think Henschel's wreck again. All righty, there you go. I don't think Indianapolis likes Henschel's, and they all say that. Uh, Indianapolis has a mind of its own. Yep, yeah, that's right. So, well, guys, thank you so much for uh, letting Asher tune in today, and uh, thanks yes, for uh, well, checking thanks, us guys. out.
join in a little later. Eric's going to be on here. I'm sure. Uh, yeah. you know, not too, not too long ago. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Awesome job, buddy. Yes, good Ashley. job, buddy. You, anytime you want us to share anything for you, just let me know. I am on your side, buddy. You got that. Yep. Maybe you got my, it. Uh, my daughter, a little uh, lesson in uh, junior podcasting there. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Appreciate it. We'll be talking to you. Go check See you guys. You guys have a good one. See ya. Awesome. So if you guys hadn't been on uh, the Checkers of Records page, and I know that we, Dan and I have shared it man, on the Black and White Sports page, this kid is phenomenal yeah, is. about his yeah. racing. Hey, He's ate up with it. Bro, I said almost get me interested. I, <laughs> so I, I, almost, I caught him after all the excitement of uh, qualifying, yeah. after he like talked to them, and he looked like, I mean, I have kids, so I, I've seen that kid on Christmas look. Yeah. That was nothing. Right? I mean, Asher's face, after seeing all those drivers and getting to interacting like that. I mean that that blew a kid on Christmas oh, away, yeah. um, but uh, but yeah, I mean the, the video, but sitting up uh, with him at the race during the Grand Prix, I mean just to see him watch just so intently, and he knows the drivers, he knows the cars, he knows what they're driving. It's like wow, right, it's awesome. Eli's uh, Eli's got that same bug. The boy loves the track. I mean, it hurt not to take him this year, but whatever. Uh, but he loves it. I remember the first time I took him. You know what I mean? He was like, hey, I like the sound of the cars because we lived over there, so we took him over there. Hey, uh, and for that first like, yes. 45 minutes, I mean, he stood there like, <laughs> <laughs> he said, they go by so fast. <laughs> so, and I mean, hopefully, you know, we get to take him every year. You know, one day he might get to go to the race with Uncle Dan because I'm not taking it. <laughs> oh, come on, man. We took, see, we took Jasmine up to Fox Stations last week, and we were telling her that the way she was acting, there ain't no way in hell, little girl, that you were going to make a race. <laughs> not happening. Might take a long day, that's for sure. Especially, so, it sounds like it's going to be a little wet this this Sunday. Oh, uh, they, they always say that. Never mind. No, we got Asher still listening. We got a uh, question here. We got to get back. Yes, 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 yes. I was getting back into that. We might as well keep on the kid thing because I've got a great one. All right. When we won the Indianapolis 500 on the I mean, 92, my family came out a couple days before the race and they were there for the race. But when we won, I collected them all on the golf cart and I took them. I was headed for the suite. Okay. Well, before we got to the suite, we were in turn three, just ready to go underneath the tunnel, and there was a girl up on top of the van, completely naked, and I have a four-year-old <laughs> and a two-year-old on my phone. Oh, yeah. A four-year-old looks at me really strange and says, hey, Dad, what's that lady doing? I said, well, she's... She's happy that we won the 500, and she's celebrating. She's dancing. That's all I could come up with. <laughs> I think that was the best thing you could have come up with. And then introduced him to that was, dancing. That was, <laughs> introduced him to the speedway. He's like, yeah, I'm going to go back. <laughs> so, yeah, and he's been a big fan ever since. Uh, both my boys, they... They grew up around the thing, they knew all, they knew all the drivers, they they were part of it. And I don't know if you guys ever remember a guy named Pat Patrick, he oh, yeah, Patrick Racing. Probably one of the best owners I ever worked for. An absolute kind person, loved kids. He had a motorhome and he outfitted it with all the PlayStation stuff that the kids would ever use. And he said, 
It's all yours, kids. Have at it. And every time they went to the track, I never saw them. They were in that motorhome the whole time. I didn't think that was the point. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. made it a little easier. Yeah. yeah. No distractions. He was just, he was all about the family. And that's, I mean, and it's hard, it's really a hard sport to introduce your family to, you know. It's, uh, you know, they don't want you around because they say that the mechanics lose focus with their families around. Well, you lose focus when they're not around. So, you know, and, and, and the thing is, you have to make it work. Uh, it's one of those things that it's a job. And like I always said, a race car is like a baby. If it needs attention, you got to work on it. And it, if it's three o'clock in the morning, you got to work on it. You know, it doesn't matter. If it's a weekend, you got to work on it. And, it's a lot tougher these days with the schedule as tight as it is. Those guys, they, I, I, I don't think at my age I would be willing to do it. I did it. I lived it. But I don't think I ever want to go back to it again because <laughs> it's, you know, 18 hours a day. It looks brutal. I mean, really, it does. Does. I, I sat behind the, uh, the pit wall, actually. It was for a NASCAR yeah. race. But still, just the yeah. To watch them, just the, the physical group, well, just how physical, still, just how physical the, the guys are. <laughs> I mean, they're 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 ex, uh, they're collegiate athletes. Oh yeah, yeah. you gotta be, yeah, you gotta be. Good. Yeah, nowadays, there you, you see a lot of guys that didn't make it in college football or something like that. They're yep. exactly, yep. and they, these guys, I mean, they tossed a tire. Yeah. He caught from one to another. I mean, they're catching it. It's like. Oh my goodness. I'm thinking about something. You do that, you know. I'm going on a grab. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do it. It's going to hit you. <laughs> You've got a lot of duck in the deep. Right? Um, for um, some people who don't know, I mean, I know there's a lot going on with NASCAR right now with a lot of the changes over the past couple of years and how they run the races and um, how they even out the car, so to speak. You don't hear a lot about that type of thing going on in IndyCar. Is there a reason? Well, the man do, because you, you have some people, and you know, I was going to ask Rich this here in a minute, you have some people that, that call IndyCar and NASCAR nowadays spec racing. How do you feel about that? Do you consider it spec racing? Well, I mean, you, you, you tell me. Here's what we've got. You've got one car manufacturer, and you have two engine manufacturers, and one you, tire manufacturer. And you've got one tire manufacturer, and basically you're asking these guys to take these cars and say, okay, back in the day when we did a brand new car, we tested the whole winter and developed that car. We we, we basically took one car and just drove drove it until something broke. Right. Then we knew what was going to break first, and then we just could continue that path, developing the car, trying to figure out how to make it fast. But today, you get a Delora, you mm -hmm. ran it last year, you've ran it the last five years. Right. Uh, the bodywork's changed, but that's all. It's all aeroed after that. So there's not a lot going on there as far as development goes. Right. So, uh, yeah, it's kind of a spec series, unfortunately. Yeah. But And then Rocket, that Kevin Blanche, the guy that is the head of tech for IndyCar, uh, the guy, you know what? I got to take my hat off to him. He's really good at what he does. A lot of people don't like him, but no one likes, you know, no one likes the police officer when he's, you know, when he's arresting you because you, you were driving drunk or whatever. So, you know, it's, 
that's unacceptable. You can't do that. And, uh, you know, he keeps a pretty good eye on these guys, right down to the Petsky guys, right down to the new ones that come here. That's how it should be. Yeah, okay. and, and he treats everybody fairly. I'm on, that's I got to do this. I got to do this, Butch. Are you close to Ernst Jr. still? I am. <laughs> I got to ask. He's done with it right there. You can see it. <laughs> I got to ask. I want to know how you roll them. Does the guy, didn't the guy have a friend that could take him home? Do we have a driver? You know, hold it. Can I say something about that? I mean, we, let's face it. We live in the 2000s. Oh, yeah. There's a thing called Uber. <laughs> Come on, man. I mean, no one today should ever be arrested for drinking and driving. No, no it's just, ever. Hey, it's a, I don't care if you live 100 miles away. It's a $50 Uber ride. It's a lot cheaper than the DUI. At the time you're drinking, you think it's a smart idea. And he rolled. Not once. Not twice. Yeah. Three times. You know, like I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what, we talk about Al and, and, and yeah, it's a shame you can't get that monkey up bad bad. It, it is. It is. For sure. But I'll tell you what, I love that guy when he'd get out of the car after morning warm up 15 minutes early and say, don't touch it. Yeah, right. And right. I'll tell you what, if you didn't touch it, he went out there and won that race. Right. He knew what he was doing, man. Yeah. And he, he knew it. He, he, if he told you that, your day was easy. He was a driver. They said, oh, yeah. yeah, no doubt about it. But then I also saw him up with Unisaka step over the side pod to get away from the engineer, and the engineer says, What's wrong? And he goes, Well, if the car's so good, watch you drive it. <laughs> so, yeah, I've seen both sides of that one. All right. Like I said, this is, this is black and white sports, guys. That's what we do. We throw out the, the, the bad question, but I had to throw it out. You do. Hey, Al. Uber. 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 That's what I'm getting for the day. See? Hey, Uber. Day. Uber. 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 So, um, what do we have next? Well, the color, co the color commentator, no pun intended, down at the edge, is going to introduce our next guest. I am, and I will let you do that. And I will. <laughs> is it a fun conversation? No. All right. I'm lost. <laughs> All right. Um, so this is the part where our esports, esports, and whatnot. He's going to take a break because he doesn't like racing, and he ain't sits. Anyway, no, not a word. I like that. He's been nodding. He's been drinking. He's been nodding. No, he's been Gator Melon, exit stage left. He's <laughs> getting hot. Getting some room over here. What's going on, Ed? How's it going? Ooh. And so now that I've said his name, well, his first name, David, why don't you bring him in all the way? Yeah, well, we're going to bring in Eric. Eric knows racing. 
This is a racing show. He's going to talk racing. Well, I love the hat. So tell us what you do. I uh, write for a website called Race to Be Online. Uh, I do any car, uh, full season, NASCAR, uh, when the car's not racing. Uh, I've been doing that since 2011. Awesome. So i uh, just been having fun covering racing. Oh, so we have a professional journalist on a non-professional journalist show. Damn right. And, and he's related to Asher? Yes. Yeah, that's my uh, cousin's son. Yes. And my brother and family then. There we go. Yeah. Oh, I can see it. It's in the blood. It's in the blood. Also. Now, Eric, what else do you do? Sorry, what did you say? You have another thing that you work on as well? In the... Oh, well, yeah, I do uh, for uh, a website called Covers. They're uh, um, like a betting site. They want me to be like their... Auto racing expert is what they call it. It's kind of a handicapper. So we so, now uh, have yeah. a new handicapper for racing. I was four for five uh, on the races uh-huh. this year. Uh, my picks have hit sixteen thousand five hundred bucks so far. Oh my god! Car alone. So so far so good. But my wife is going to hate you now because <laughs> that Italian blood that I have. Well, I just say the things that you bet on them, and then we'll uh, and we'll. We do a thing on our show every week called Checkers and Records Picks of the Week. And usually if you take his record, he's going to be the Ooh, check. Man. Okay, man. Yeah. 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 Thank you, Doug. That's six times. No, seriously. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. consistent on it. Lose. Wins. Yeah, yeah, it's it's perfect. That'll be, uh, I'll make sure I add that as a unit. <laughs> That's some units your way. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm part of the handicap. <laughs> so he's in my head. <laughs> so I'm kind of interested in what pick he does have. Well, I know. Hold on here. Hold on. Slow down. 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 Twice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hi, Ashley. So, yeah, exactly. So, Eric, let's hear your thoughts on, I want to hear your thoughts on May itself. Um, you know, like Brooks was saying, and, and well, how old are you? 30, 33 now. Okay, oh, so my you God. Guys are close. We're a little older. I don't know how old you are, Brooks. I'm not going to ask because you say 30 some years in racing. I think, I think it's like 82. <laughs> Six ball, man. It's like 81. Uh, and a half. Yeah. Uh, 63. I, what do you think, good, bad, indifferent, benefits, uh, positive, negatives on the month itself, how it's ran? Well, you got the, you know, you got the Grand Prix, then you go into practice, qualifications, and then the 500. What do you think? At first, I was against it. I thought the speedway was the old. It, it was, had all that history, and I, I didn't know the Boston Consulting Group that they hired and gave them some ideas, and they said, uh, to maximize the speedway to introduce fans that IndyCar is more than just the Indianapolis 500. And I talked to Doug Bills about this a couple weeks ago, about how six years in, is it working? Mm-hmm. So far, yes. It's We don't have a title sponsor for that race. We did at the Angie's List, and 
the last uh, couple of years with. Do they, do they really need a sponsor for the race at, at Indianapolis Motor Speedway? Only not for the 500. Okay. For the road course race, just to cover some extra cost. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Because the, the TV money for any cars getting there, it's not. See, NASCAR, when they signed this TV deal, they were making $8.2 billion between Fox and NBC. And Doug Bowles was telling me a few years ago and asked about the declining attendance that they make millions. They make as much for the Brickyard than they do the 500 before anybody walks through the gates for Brickyard weekend. That's crazy. Only because of TV money, which their contract's up in, I believe, 2021 or 2022. So that's going to change, which will help IndyCar. Um, but they don't, they're not there yet as far as uh, the entitlement sponsor is for some races. So that would just help bring some extra revenue in, maybe help promote them a little bit more. Um, but the road course race has helped in the sense that fans, it's not all the way there yet because I still get asked questions if these are the same drivers. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> and we get asked if these are the same cars. Right. And for the most part, some are. Um, I know Butch can talk more about it. Sometimes we're not. Like some of right. our teams have super speedway cars. Right. Some teams have just just the road course and super speedway cars. The one that's the only car they've got. Um, Alonzo, those guys. I, I got a little bit of info over the weekend, and they screwed the whole thing up. I okay. mean, they, yeah. You say what you can. Yeah. But I know that. I knew that you posted that they were talking to Andretti about some of the campers. Campers, okay. Campers. And they talked to Penske as well for setup. You know, setup, okay. And I, I can piggyback. So I did find out the Penske thing. Um, that he gets set up. I know Roger said in a press conference he didn't talk to him. It wasn't him directly, but it was. You got Paul the Dodge, Shilda Farron won the 2003 Indianapolis 5. Right. Team Penske. Right. Uh, Farron is a front management guy at McLaren. Right. He went to Penske. Uh, some of the guys gave him a setup. This is where it gets embarrassing for them. They oh. put it in um, metric. Oh. Um, wow. McLaren being an overseas team. Yeah. Wow. That's why the car was dragging. Oh. Um, the reason they missed Thursday's practice, which Fernando was saying he was frustrated about, they told him to be ready at 11. He was ready in his fire suit at 11. They told him noon, they told him 12.30, they told him 1.30, they told him 3. So he's sitting in the suit for no reason for Well, the problem uh, that Jenna Fryer and Jim Aiello find out, um, they tested to Texas in April, and Fernando got ready to hop in his car. They're waiting, 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 and they asked what's going on. They forgot to buy a steering wheel. Yeah. So, wow. Yeah. So we're wow. really getting to why they're prison it for Indian or India. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Somebody needs to be fired. Oh, yeah. Worse. Yeah. But I think that probably is There's more. There's more. So the car that day, uh, McLaren's got a uh, deal. It's got to be a papaya orange. It wasn't papaya orange in Texas. That was their backup car, which he qualified this weekend after he crashed. They knew on April 12th that that car wasn't the right color. The reason he didn't practice on Thursday was nobody thought, hey, maybe between April and now we should get that car painted the right color. So it wasn't even in the state of Indiana. It was down in Florida. Carlin shop getting painted and had to be drove up. Um, so by the time it got here, the graphics were upside down. Um, so you gotta be kidding. It's I'm more impressed that they went 227 on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, 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 that was impressive. 
impressive that they barely missed it. So, I, I, from what I heard, it, it's going to be maybe a long shot for them coming back as far as McLaren. Um, Alonso, uh, I've been confirmed to say that he was going to drive Royal Servius car in the 500. Uh, because of Arrow was a sponsor for Schmidt Peterson. Okay. Arrow was an associate sponsor with McLaren. That was one of those they got upside down. Oro um, Serbia is a Spaniard, and he was okay with getting out. The only contingency was McLaren and Honda cannot be together. So it had to be Fernando driving for Schmidt, which everything was going that motion, but Alonso said no. He just, and I'm going to tell you right now, I respect that from Fernando Alonso, if he didn't make the race through qualifications, I'm not buying my way in. Yeah, yeah no. Well, we were discussing that the other day, and I told you, I was like, you know, I don't, I don't, me personally, I don't think Alonso would take that ride. Right. If he can't qualify the car himself. I don't see him taking yeah. anybody's ride. I mean, as a champion, you can't. Exactly. You okay. Can't do that. okay. Hold on. Hit, hit, the, hit the brakes. Back the brakes. So you moved the tail, dude. Yeah. Don't worry, Eric. That sounded really loud in ears. So you moved the tail, B. Am I hearing this correctly? That you cannot qualify and still race in the race if you buy your way in Money. another car. It's not cubic inches, Dana. It's cubic I take my uh, statement of months and years ago, the race is not a sport. Just by saying that right there, racing is now a sport. I could really blow your mind. You buy your way in shit. Well, there used to be... Which may remember more back in I don't know when they changed this, but it used to be the slowest qualifier. Something happened in car day practice or something after, and they wreck. They don't have a car. The first alternate will then can get moved up back into the field. The slowest guy. If something happened, yeah. The slowest. Well, no, that wasn't the slowest guy back then because back then we had 40, 40 drivers. Right. Right. And I get that. The alternate, even if he was the pace, I asked him, but no, no, that is the same because. If you either made it or you didn't. So the fastest, slowest guys, there you go, still misses out. So you go get the toilet bowl champion and put him in the race. Right. Yeah, that makes all the damn sense. I can tell you a story that happened to us. I was working for Budweiser for Kenny Bernstein. And I remember that. Running, we were running Scott Goodyear. And we were out running and we had, oh, I. I didn't want to talk about this really because I was so upset about it. It's time. <laughs> but we had like 50 some laps on our tires. And my engineer kept telling me, the driver kept coming in and said, the thing's pushing like a pig. Well, yeah. And he kept saying, put more front wing in it. And I said, I'm going to put one more turn of front wing in it and then I'm not touching this thing because we're going to pin it and that's going to be over. <laughs> and so he goes out. He pins the thing in turn three, whacks the wall in between the short shoot, and he ends up facing, sliding right into the pit lane next to the T-car. The car, completely no wheels on it, no nothing, right? So I remember John coming up, team manager coming up to me and says, hey, dude, uh, you know Davey Jones, right? And I said, yeah. He goes, uh, you think you could get him here? And I said, yeah, but what's he going to drive? And he said, well, you going back to the shop and put that thing together, and we'll have it back out here on you know, this next coming weekend. So I worked, took, took it back to the shop on Sunday, brought the car, got it ready on Friday, 
Davey was ready to go. He shows up at the track on Saturday morning, put him in the car. He goes out and qualifies the thing eighth overall. <laughs> and then Scott Goodyear got back in the car after that. Imagine that. So, oh, wow. You know, kid went out there and hung it out. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be, hey, bro. I'll be hot. I'll be hot. Like, like Tony Stewart hot. Like, I'm coming out to your car. <laughs> well, that's like a uh, Hall of Famer now. You need to get in. Yeah. First bout. Yeah. Throw that in. Yeah. But that's like, you know, talking about doing stuff like that. Well, and, you know, what about the year that uh, Alan's or Senior wanted to drive? And Pesky took a show car, put a motor in it, put it back together, and Unser goes out and wins the race in this car. It's fourth win, too. Yes. 19 years old. Right. right. I just think you just don't know. Like, you don't know fear. That kid, I was going to say, that kid has zero fear. I didn't know that kid's history. Uh, his father was very smart with him. He, he got him in the go-kart and, and yeah. he basically, he basically yeah. gave him the best of the best. He gave him that and made him, you know, be a better driver. And that's enough. It shows. And his dad, his dad's brilliant. I love it. I've worked for him for a couple of years and good, good guy. So and he's real smart. We have a listener that uh, is, is pretty convinced that uh, Herda is going to find the wall eventually as a, a rookie. 
We only got a couple days of practice left, and then it's the the big show. I mean, do you guys think he? he I don't think he, he's got so much bar control. I, I don't see him. He's the type of kid, especially. You got to look at too. He he wants to finish top ten of points. That's one of his main goals. Yep. He's had three straight races of bad luck. He he's the type of kid that with his poise and car control. If he feels it's starting to step out, I feel like he can get a grip on it. That he'll be, he'll, he'll lift if he needs to. Or I, top ten, I think he's a solid top ten. That's how I am on PlayStation on the wheel. I feel it starts slipping. You know, I'm out of. You guys have been talking about a lot of the young guys. So, um, coming from a ball-oriented sport. <laughs> we have we have basketball, we have these products, you said I'm saying <laughs> answer sleep. <laughs> we have these prodigies in basketball. You know, you have your LeBrons, you have your Kobe's, um, your Mike's, things like that. When you see when they come in at a young age that there's something special about these guys, these um Zion Williamson type guys. You also have that in racing oh, yeah. with, with young drivers. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I, the name that pops up that I've heard a lot was Mario, the young injury. Marco? Mar- Marco. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. he's like the, the young one. I'm going to ask haters. 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 Hold on. Now, see, it goes back to you, you take Jeff Gordon. You know, Jeff Gordon, when he was running open wheel midgets and sprint cars and tracks around here, Everybody knew back then Jeff Gordon was going to be something yeah. in racing. They, they knew it, and they weren't wrong. Uh, when I see Marco, was always been an Andretti fan right here, okay? Michael was my favorite driver. Uh, I know, haters. <laughs> Michael was my favorite driver, and when they split between Cart and Indy Car, that hurt because I didn't get to see Andretti at the 500 for, what, two, three years? I think 99 or 2000, he finally came back. Yeah, okay. Did you have him watch Michael when he went to F1? Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. That wasn't nice. <laughs> so, but Marco, like you said, Damon, was supposed to be this up-and-coming protege, as you said. Well, I can tell you one thing, guys. I think this road to indie thing, mm-hmm. if you look at the, the people that are up there this year, they're all from the road from Indy. Right. Ned Carpenter, Spencer Pickett, Ed Jones, Colton Hurdick, you know, all these guys have come down that road, and I think it's working, right. <laughs> and I think it's a positive thing. I think Dan, Dan Anderson's doing a great job with all three of those series mm-hmm. that he's mm-hmm. in charge of, uh, and Michelle, his daughter, Michelle Kish, she's, that woman is all over those series and she she does a great job running them taking care of them awesome lady that's something i, I wish there was uh i believe andre came out a little earlier this year mm-hmm. he was talking about you know the owners because he's the only big owner that is running in that yeah so uh i kind of agree with him i think there's nine cars running in that nine. series yep. it's yep. a fantastic series to watch i mean it's good better races. races you'll ever see absolutely yeah. I, I want, I want, I've got that gold thing, mm-hmm. so I'm watching that all the time. I'm popping on Indy Lights all the time. Well, and it's and a it, great race, but if they had just a little more drivers out there, they'd be so much more. Even Scott, Scott Dixon came through that. Yep. Really? Yeah, I yeah. know, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, was at, he was at Back West when I was running, uh, when we were running the Bridgerman and uh, Blundell. 
and uh, oh, okay. he was our Indy Lights driver, and, and Cindy Harkis. You got to know my uncle. Cindy Harkis was hiring him. <laughs> Jeff Oster. You know him? Who? Jeff Oster. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's my uncle. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Everything he said, ah, oh, oh, I'm like, I'm telling you, you know, you got him. Like, okay. You all the teams here, you must have five years. It's a small world. <laughs> 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 I wish I had a story. Yeah, Cindy, yeah, yeah. He sits right in front of me in the meeting. Yeah. 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 My wife and his sister. Yeah. We're roommates down at IU. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, he literally sits So we're having a conversation on the mic or not? Because next time you don't talk into the mic, please. Okay. So I live with our mom. She had a hinge. The Dukesters online oh, are making comments here. What up, Duke? Uh, this is my dad. He said, don't remember what year it was, but Salt Walter's dad bought him a ride because he couldn't get qualified. I think that was before my time. Well, I remember Salt Walter's getting himself burnt so bad on 73, I think. Yeah. yeah. See, I yeah. was one in 73. Hey, did we just have a, a racer? Die like yesterday? Well, uh, no, 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 yeah. Did they do a movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Really, right. I really like that movie. Nikki Lauder. Nikki Lauder was was just a phenomenal race car driver in F1. You know, I can't get any props for that. That is pretty good. There's a lot of random race cars. Give him the ball, he was looking at the checkers records page. Look, I'm educated now. He told, he told Courtney last night, he's like, yeah, I'm going to throw this out of the show. I'm going to find you. Tell him, sports center. Thank you. You know, I, I talk about drivers. I, I always had a very special driver, but I always thought that if he would have lived through the crash at, at Fontana, he would have probably won more Indianapolis 500s and more races for Penske than anyone. His name was Greg Marr. Yes, yes. This guy. He was a about hell of a race driver. Oh, unbelievable. And, you know, uh, when he died in 99, I kind of stepped away from racing for about three years and I started school. Uh, and basically just taught kids how to be race mechanics and I graduated like 59 of them and I think 50 of them are still doing it nice, today. Nice. So, you know, it was a good thing back then for me to get away and but I, I'm one of those guys that I, I love it. You know, I, I can't keep myself out of my wife goes, you're retired now and you're staying retired. because <laughs> yeah, you were supposed to be retired last yeah. year. Yeah, and I got drugged in one more time by the Air Force, so, yeah. And good for Connor last year, too. And good for Connor this year. He got the Air Force money back again. Uh, he qualified well. He's got a good team that he's on. And, uh, you know, the thing is, this kid, I think, is right on the borderline of being a good driver if he can just get over that hump. And, uh, you know, I... Connor? Connor, yeah. He had a fast speed, uh, a fast ride. Yeah, he's got a fast ride. And I think, yeah, I think he went back out there because he wanted to be in the top nine. Well, didn't, didn't he have, like, some potential sponsor deals going and everything like that? And then that bull crap with his dad happened, yeah. and some people pulled out. Which yeah, Eli Little was there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that was last year. Yeah, yeah. and, and I, I think he just got the raw end of the deal on that. Yeah, yeah. And I think his dad did, too, but we're not going to yeah. get into that. Yeah. But, yeah, you know, he, he was going, get into he was going in the right direction, and then that happened. Yeah. <laughs> Eli Little throws the money on that, but still... 
porks, broncoli, all kinds of money. He has all kinds of craps going on there. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, anyway. Uh, I got a question. Eric? Uh-oh. Checkers and records. Checkers. So you pick records. one checker for the 500. You pick one record for the 500. Think of that real quick. Okay. And I'm going to ask you one more question. Who's the biggest ass in IndyCar? Ooh. That's, That's right. right. We do it right. <laughs> Out of the current... Current I can't think of one. I can think of one last year. Who was that? Danica Patrick. Okay. I've right. been around. I right. agree. Right. I've seen people out. Uh, I'll never forget qualifying last she, year. She's mad because she's, she's never met me. No, I mean, that's not a problem. <laughs> and I was married. Well, I am married. It's funny. It's funny he says that because before Danica went to NASCAR, was still out the track and everything. I remember one year we were out there, uh, it might have been like last, first day qualifications it was. Okay. So, you know, Danica gets out of the car, she wasn't running very good, comes back walking to the pits, and there was a bunch of kids standing yeah. out there yelling her name, you know, holding out one autographs. She walks right by to look at them, didn't nothing. She could have made every one of those kids' day yep. by and then you look at somebody like Alonzo, who's had a crap day and everything, yep. gets out the car, takes his helmet off, goes directly over to the fence and starts signing autographs. Well, see, you know, so, so many people are on her on Instagram now. So many people are bad now with Alonzo and everything because he didn't make the field. That's not his. It wasn't Alonzo, it was McLaren. And, and what people don't realize. He's good to be in the Indy 500. You bring, you bring more crowd draw. You bring in new sponsorship dollars. He is good to have here. Yep. I wrote about that. I, I, him missing it was kind of like that opening weekend in the NCAA tournament where you root for the upsets. And then he gets the Sweet 16. Like, well, hell, I don't want to watch Belmont play Maryland. I want to watch the big. I want to watch the Blue Bloods. That's what. Now you're getting into game territory. Here's for where the money comes in and makes it a sport. (laughs) So, what was the other question you got? Because we got another phone. Who's your checker pick? Honestly, I think this is the year. uh, I'm going to go Carpenter. And the only reason I say that is. I just feel like Carpenter Racing or Ed Carpenter is actually going to get. I think he's actually going to do it. Chevy seems, from what I've talked to drivers, they seem to have a good package when the weather is warmer. It just, Pagano told me after Monday that he hopes the race for the fans is overcast and cool because it kind of tightens it up and gives maybe Honda. It evens them up with Chevy, but I saw even if it rains or not, and then be in the 80s. And he said that Chevy's advantage is more uh, heat, okay. maybe more track sensitive, gets a little more slick. Um, I just, I'm just going statistical. Last French driver doing the pole, 1919, he didn't win. The second place uh, starter won. He's an Indiana guy. Right. Carpenter okay. starting okay. second on Sunday. Uh, yeah, We've had eight straight different winners in the 500. We've had five straight different uh, winners on the season. Uh, Carpenter does not fit any of those bills. So uh, plus, uh, 11 of the last 13 IndyCar races overall have been won from a top four starting position. Yeah. His and but only three of them have been won from the pole. So he starts second, and his guys start two, three, four. So I just think this is his year. It's a hell of a team, Mike. So that's why we have professional journalism. I was about to break out my whole uh, fiction, Samuel L. Jackson. Check out the big brain on Brandon. <laughs> now, who's your record? Uh, honestly, and not necessarily somebody's going to crash, it's somebody yeah. that's going to have a bad Somebody's going to have a bad 
I just have a feeling. Who's saying anybody in Pinsky? It's fine with me. I, I was going to go to Newgarden out. Ooh. Only because he's got one I top like five finish in his career. I do like Newgarden too. Nice guy. Yeah, I just don't like Pinsky. I just feel like one top five finish in the 500, I, he may, he knows he's got a good car, preferred engine, but it just seems like something here, whether it be a pit stop, uh, something just takes him out of contention. So I don't think he'll necessarily wreck. But I don't know if he'll finish the top 15. Okay, that route. All right. Hey, real fast before we take a phone call, uh, our fan, our buddy Brian right here, his checker pick is Bobby Unser and his record is Al Jr. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute. I do have one question for you. Uh, This Ben Hanley. Yes. What about that story? Oh, that's incredible. He was a sports car driver over in Europe, and, and Dragon Speed... And they were actually the team that I found out what McLaren was looking to buy because they didn't have a sponsor. And here this kid, he's got no any car experience within two races this year. He's never raced on an oval before, never in his life. And he shows up with a team that has no resources, no sponsor. They have no alliance, no affiliation, no anything. And this kid goes out, qualifies four times on Saturday. And his last time he puts it in, he's even in the top 30. And he's just going to hang around. I don't think... A lot of people would say he might be a wrecker. I don't think he's going to wreck. I think he's got good car control. And he'd be a guy that I think is going to hang around just top 20. That's it. They just want to bring the car home in one piece. He'll be one of those guys doing that uh, really good racing in the midfield, though. That's where a lot of that real good racing oh, yeah, is. I will give uh, a good uh, a, a betting option. Okay. And, Let's hear uh, the bet. Let's hear the bet. Oh, my gosh. I, I will say uh, it might like Great. My cousin is on the line, uh, Kimball, uh-huh. but he, last I checked, was like 150 to 1. If not, that's like the good end for him. Uh-huh. <laughs> Three top 10s in his last five 500 starts. In the speed chart this week on race practice, I should say last week, they ran Monday, or Tuesday through Thursday and more race trim than qualifying because the boost levels went up on Friday. Top 10 on three of them. No toe, top five. So he's starting 20th. So he's a guy that wouldn't hurt to throw a couple of butts his way because I will say uh, Colton Herta was 33 to 1 at uh, Coda and I hit him on that and Takuma Sato was 50 to 1 before the weekend of Barber and he won. Both of those won outright. So it, racing is a good because so of, that's why you got the new shirt on the Yeah, yeah. Racing's a good sport to wager on. And it's legal now in Indiana. Yes, it is. Uh, because the betters, or the guys setting the lines, I don't think follow racing a whole lot. So they don't follow a lot of the trends or anything like that. So they just, like Rossi last year was the favorite. And granted, he's a good race car driver, but he's starting last. Right. How do you make the last place starter a favorite? I mean, I hit him when he actually won, and that was fun. Running, running. Yeah. I only put $10 on but won like, what, 330 Oh, yeah, Elio is a th- he's 10-1, to 1, and he started outside the top 10 four previous times. I know you're not a Penske guy. Yeah. <laughs> but out of the three of the four times, he's finished in the top, t- or three of the four times, he's finished in the top two. Two of them he won. Betting for racing because I I gotta have you on speed dial. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like it's gonna be pretty We gotta get to that other yes. phone call. Right. So um, Gary, yeah. make that. Yeah. It's been a pleasure. Thank you go ahead and make that call. It's been a pleasure hanging out. Appreciate it. The info that comes from your brain is <laughs> amazing. Look at the I brain. Like, 
So that's all free. Um, I put I don't put all the betting stuff on there because they kind of own some of that. But I put on there uh, kind of favorite sleeper stuff to watch. Uh, gosh, probably cranked about ten stories today. Uh, gonna have a few more card day. Uh, definitely, we'll be able to solidify some of this stuff when uh, it's gonna be hotter conditions. So we'll know more. It might be a great story for card day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Ben, on which one's gonna pass out first? <laughs> well, there you go. It's that guy in the hat standing there talking to the other people. <laughs> yeah, this will be my second card date ever. So I'm kind of. This is my first. You gotta, yeah, you gotta find us. We'll be yeah. somewhere drunk in the infield. <laughs> You'll be somewhere drunk. I'm never the drunk one. Never the drunk one. Never the drunk one. Well, I'm, I'm waiting to see. It's usually Dan or Rodney. Right. <laughs> All right, so we got another for you. There's another one who's on this one. here. Right here. Hello, sir. What's up, Pogue? Good. We have an old friend here on the, uh, the dais, if you will. Yeah. Uh, Butch here. Butch, you want to say hi? Hey, Chris. What's up, buddy? Can you hear Butch there? Hello? I can hear Butch. Scoot up to the mic there, Butch. No. Hey, Chris, how you doing? Yeah. I don't think he's asking how you're doing. You didn't answer that? I'm doing good, Butch. Good to hear you, man. He's doing all right. He said it's nice that you can hear him. He just can't hear you. So, yeah, I'm the only one. Okay, well, we'll keep it down. Can hear the rest of us? You, yeah, he can't hear all of us. He can hear me. <laughs> so, um, Are you Chris, plugged in? Yeah, oh, yeah. Chris, you can hear me, right? Yeah, yeah. Perfect. All right. Well, why don't you uh, kind of uh, give a little insight to your uh, yourself. Uh, you kind of did the same deal as Bruce there, correct? Yeah. Not nearly as well as Bruce, but uh, I was in the series for about 15 years. Uh, basically started cleaning parts and worked my own crew chief. And, um, yeah. So you did it the, uh, the old fashion where you started from the bottom of the rung and you, you climbed the ladder there, right? Started from yeah, the bottom of the rung. Yeah. 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 <laughs> started from the college from the campaigns made and dropped out and let him go racing. So I started with um, Riley and Scott on the Cadillac and everything else by 2000. Nice. So uh, when did you actually get into uh, IndyCar there? Uh, the next year, actually, with Panther Racing in 2009. Panther Racing in 2009. Yeah. Who's the driver? Sam Hornish Jr. There you go. Yeah. Uh, Sam Hornish Jr. So, uh, uh, I guess that's a little, uh, a little bragging right there. You, you hop on a team. Uh, I mean, was that the, uh, did you run the team then that year? Oh, oh no, no, I was a, uh, I think my title was third mechanic or something like that. Well, very uh, important. So what does what does third mechanic mean? Where are you positioned? Uh, basically, uh, I just kind of bounced around. I, it was a great year. I learned a bunch of some really good teachers. I just kind of said, you know, put the people in there. And I learned the whole car. It was a real good experience. So that's kind of the uh, internship, if you will, of the yeah. IndyCar. Yeah. And the uh, so. rocket that Butch was talking about, uh, the head of tech, was actually my first crew chief. Nice. Nice. <laughs> so again, kind of uh, another guy that uh, came up through the ranks. It's cool to, to see that he was, you know, on a team, and he kind of he did exactly what you guys did. So 
when he's bringing down the wall and uh, putting down the hammer, I guess he knows what's going on on your end, too. So. <laughs> Is it not called dropping the hammer? Well, okay, on the dropping the hammer. Well, a guy. Well, he's also got some cutting experience, too. So, so why don't you talk about that a little bit there? A little party experience, Chris says. Party experience? Uh, no, not partying. Party. 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 You still have a kid awake, sir. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, here. It is a little. Turn it up, man. Yeah, that's up here. Can you hear me better? That's better, yeah. Okay. We good now? Yep. Well, right. Sorry about that, but yeah, I, was, I was telling him that you had some karting experience. You used to run karts, too. You were saying you used to run karts there? No. Oh, I used to race karts for a little bit. So, uh, what kind of karts did you race there? Um, we ran like, Yamaha and stuff like that, but... Okay. So, uh, not only have you worked on it, you ran them. Uh, yeah. Do you have any uh, success in the uh, in the kart well, event? I was just kind of getting going in it. I mean, I had some, we had some ways and such as local, that's a major. But, uh, yeah, I kind of wanted to go car racing. So I thought it would be a good idea to go work for a racing team and help fund it. And that was the last time I ever sat in a go-kart. <laughs> <laughs> so you did, uh, you actually enjoyed uh, uh, kind of working on it there and uh, just kind of lost the time, really. Yeah. But, uh, not the desire, because what do you do now, exactly? Why don't you fill everybody in on what you're doing now? So you do something fun on the uh, the weekends there, uh, still kind of involved in racing, what's that? Yeah, well, I, uh, uh, my dad and I own uh, WCN Racing, which is the uh, one of the largest and oldest manufacturers of quarter scale RC cars. So that so we, uh, go ahead, sorry. Obviously, we, you know, design, build, and race quarter scale RC cars and drive all over the country doing it. And that new sprint car is super sexy. Did you hear Chris there? Uh, uh, he said that new sprint car is super sexy. That's uh, our latest design. Our latest design. Check, uh, we do have some pictures on there of uh, Checkers and Records. Check Chris's uh, sprint car out. You are uh, a big reason. I'm like a kid in the candy store at Ingalls. Uh, I, I came out there that first day. Uh, you were one of the, the guys that kind of welcomed with open arms there and uh, just shared everything about the, uh, the RC racing world there. Um, so, yeah, that is really neat. So, uh, you are uh, a very successful in the RC world. Uh, why don't you give some of your accolades as far as that goes? Well, I had a good season last year. I'm actually the uh, current national champion of Sportsman Division, which is like the biggest class. And then I won uh, another traveling series championship in the same class. And uh, it was a good year. Lots of race wins and just uh, a lot of luck and some good cars. And you're continuing that this year uh, so far, yep. right? So there you go. Uh, yeah, we've had quite a few wins so far. The uh, traveling season's just about to start up. So I went to Iowa the second week of June. Uh, it starts from there. So racing has always been in your blood. You went from driver to uh, to part of the uh, to part of the crew to uh, now uh, engineering uh, RC cars and uh, and racing out there. So, uh, do you have a uh, a favorite 500 memory, if you will? Oh man, lots of lots of. Let's keep it PG-13. Probably one of the good ones was it, it was actually my first year. Um, 
they, you know, I was a young 21 year old, 20 year old, 20 year old punk. And uh, so the speedway, they um, told me that I needed to be there for a lot of traffic. <laughs> and so, you know, I was rolling around at 4 o'clock in the morning, and the place is a ghost town. I couldn't get in, and I had actually jumped the fence to get in, and I ended up sleeping on the floor in the garage for a couple of hours, so I went around, so I had sex. Played a nice little joke on you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, were you a little worried uh, when you couldn't find the entrance into the speedway at 4 o'clock, thinking, uh, man, I'm going to feel the heat, or uh, I'm going to get in trouble here? <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Uh, but yeah, a lot of fun like that. I mean, it was just a good environment, lots of ice. It was, you know, survival mode with a bunch of guys, you know. Right. And, uh, but it's, uh, like you said there, it's uh, kind of like a family. That's your family outside of your family. You're on the road with you guys. You probably see them more than you, you do your real family time. So, yeah. uh, I guess uh, we'll keep it in. Uh, uh, true fashion here. Uh, can we get your uh, your checker and record for the Indianapolis 500 here? <laughs> I'm gonna put some thought into this for me. Like, um, but I'm gonna have to say, I'm gonna go for the sleeper Connor. Connor, yeah. okay, yeah, he's in a good ride this year. Um, I'm one of his crew chiefs, and my good friend is Jeff Brown. And uh, he just speaks highly to the kids and the programs running well, and they'll be awesome on pit stops. They got a good car underneath them. I'm thinking uh, he could be the one you're there. Yeah, we, were, uh, we were talking about him, and he, he's been uh, fast coming this uh, later in the practices here, so it'll be interesting. Do you have a record for us? Somebody that not necessarily is going to wreck, but uh, won't perform to how they, uh, how they really uh, should, I guess. Well, uh, Oh, yeah, I said that, but... <laughs> so you think instead of 30, she's going to get 33rd? You know, and I, you got to hand it to her. She threw up a good number to qualify. She did, she did. Historically speaking. She and, uh, my, was, though. Yeah. And that's, that's <laughs> old duty, your honor. But, um, um, but just historically, I mean, she just doesn't have a performance in the race, whether it's bad luck or what have you. So, I mean, I think if I was a betting man, so did we, uh, does the kid or wife have any picks for us? Do they throw out our checkers and records? I asked Lindy about it. I didn't get a records out of her, but uh, she, yeah, she's leaning towards Bourdain. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So that's who Butch went with was Bourdain. Yeah. So uh, Lindy is a, uh, she does a little uh, MC at the track there, so she uh -huh. uh, she knows her racing. Oh, yeah. Uh, and uh, so uh, that's a good pick, kind of a... Well, that's how they hold men at the track. They love find its way at the track, guys. Look at that. I mean... I mean, it's May. It's May. This is May. This is Indiana, as Damon says. But this is Indiana. <laughs> there's two things, and there's two times a year... Well, three times for me, but there's two times a year in Indiana that is outstanding to be an Indianian. I like Indianian. <laughs> One is made for the 500. Which Two, you've never been to. Is, right, you know, I have been to the race. It was like, the yeah, race? I was, I was young. I was young. Oh, okay. I have been to the I race. Think I, I think I went with the boys club. Wheeler's Boys Club. I think we went okay. to the rest of the Boys Club when I was like in my 12. I was like 11 or 12 or something like that. Um, and then second would be the high school basketball tournament. Yeah. Those are the two best times to be in Indiana. And then again for me in August for the fair. 
Well, they, yeah, in fact, I was so <laughs> Well, Chris, thank you very much. We appreciate you taking some time up. Uh, I know you got a kid and a family, so thank you so much. Hey, not a problem. Back here to do Thanks, though. We're going to see you Friday, but uh, I'm sure I'll catch you out of Ingalls and uh, see you a little bit around. So thanks, Ian. Appreciate it. It's Chris. Thank you, guys. Later, Hope. Hey, Hope, you later. We'll have to catch up later, dude. Butch wants to catch up here later. We'll, we'll have his people. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. The great world of Facebook. Thank you, Chris. Right, so we'll run in towards the latter part of our show. So I know this is right around the time our brothers over at Checker Records get into their picks mm-hmm. uh, for records of checkers and records. So I'm sure they're going to ask us. Yep. And guess the black guy has picks. You're going to start it. And then it's going to go to Dan, Tommy Boy, and I'll finish up. We want to hear Eric and Mitch's pick. But first, I want to throw a shout out to a guest that we have in in the bar tonight. All the way Leo. No, not Leo. Leo! Calling card. She is all the way, she is visiting our city for work. But all the way from across the pond, from the, the pond, across the pond. She is from the U. She is from the UK, and they're in for working this week. And she is in the house. She is the person who does all of our sharing of our of all of our stuff from Black and White Sports One. Which is the EW Sports One. This would close the EW Sports One, which includes all of us. She's the one that shares all of our stuff in the UK. And she is sitting behind us. She's actually social media with Gator Melon at the moment. <laughs> Wendy and whatnot. And whatnot. Say hi everybody. Say hi, Wendy. Hi, Wendy. Thank you, Wendy. Thank hi, you. She is our UK correspondent. Now she shares all of us. So if you're in the UK and you get to see anything from Checkers and Records and Black and White Sports, she is the reason why. So we wanted to give her a little shout out. Thank you, thank you. All right, so now, um, Butch, now, we're starting with you, yeah. and we're going to go around. You got to do guests first. Yeah, yeah. Right. You got to do it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, Sierra thought I was sick now. No, right. because he was always supposed to pick. Oh. <laughs> You're bad. But she's sweating officially official. She's officially official. <laughs> so, your checker. Four day. Four day. Is there any reason, or do you just like saying his name? No, I just I think that he goes feel good. He goes to he goes to that track, working on his race car from minute one, and I think with the crew that he has and the resources he has and his just his race demeanor, he's going to be there at the end. And then my guy that. Isn't gonna make it so well. Record, and that's uh, that's Mr. Kaiser. Kaiser, okay, okay. And that's uh, another guy. I mean, he's had speed. I mean, coming up, and that team, uh, they had to work their rear end off. That is a uh, what do we call it? A Cinderella story. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, quick, Russ. What does a team go through? In a, in a case like that, I mean, you millions of dollars. <laughs> 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 Quickly. 
it's, it's really not that because you know when you get put in that position where you're on that bump, you know, on the bubble there, uh, you are throwing everything at it, and you have to do it in a hurry because mm-hmm. you, you've got to get the car right back in line again. Especially you know if you've got three or four cars that are in front of you that you that you're trying to get back in, uh, it's a very stressful time because I went through that last year. And they were working on that car the whole night before because he put it into the wall. Yeah, exactly. And it, he didn't just put it into it. I mean, he well, put it in the oh, car. Yeah, we, we were starting to get books last year. Well, he's a little busy. Yeah, he's a little busy. He's three hours. I can put him to the track at 6 o'clock every morning and leaving there every night at 11. Yeah. Yeah. You don't miss that at all. Do you? Maybe a little bit. Uh, they got so far. They didn't. He, uh, they said they showed up at 8 a.m. on Friday, stayed up all night. Uh, they took the car at 4 in the morning over to their shop in downtown Speedway. Uh, they're on off Main Street. Painted it, brought it back, went through tech at six, passed it, practiced at nine, didn't make it, knew they had to massage the car. Uh, Ricardo sent them home at four o'clock in the morning because they, keep in mind, they were there at eight o'clock in the morning. He sent them home uh, early in the morning on Sunday, said, hey, look, the road we're going because you guys have been working so long, uh, we're going to make mistakes and we're going to crash. And so right now you guys got to go home, get some rest. We're going to skip practice in the morning. There's a chance of rain anyways. Come back. We're just going to throw a setup on the car, make sure it's done right, and then you're going to go qualify. And he made it. Oh, he did. At least we know this car was not in metrics. That is in inches. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. The rest of the world is in, except for us. Well, if you can't use the difference, then yeah, yeah. Well, I um, So I guess for my check. You weren't asked. Shut up, David. Eat it. <laughs> well, I guess for my checker, I'm going to go with TK. <laughs> wow. Okay. You just bring the experience because you know the name, right? He just so, saying, yeah, that's you want to aim it outside. I'm not going for him because he stays on Channel 13 too much. No, really, I like the Ed Carpenter pick idea. Uh, that's a name that I've heard a lot in the last couple weeks. So, and it's stuck in my head, so I like him. Um, and so, my guy, I'm gonna stick with my homie, the ass. Anybody from Pigsky. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Is my record. No, that's that's not a legal move. Yes, that's a legal move. I only, only know so many names. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so your checker is Carpenter yep. and your referee is Pinsky team. Right? Yes, I like it. <laughs> so those picks are not allowed. So next person. Uh, I'm going to go with, man, I'd, I would really like to see Colton Hurdle win this race. I honestly think that. Ed Jones is going to pull this win out. I think he's That's starting up with He's starting towards the start. He's got his teammates right, and you know, he's right there with his team. They're going to be up there. And it's an Ed Carpenter uh, vehicle. He knows how to race around that track. He knows how to set them cars up. I say Ed Jones is going to win for the win. Finished third in 2017. See? See? That's why we bring this guy a little bit more. <laughs> I need him to do more sports. Oh, I'm crazy. His first year in Indy Lights, I made the comment that he's the best driver in Indy Lights that I've seen in probably three years. And I still believe that. 
Very legit. Plus, he's from Dubai. That's kind of a cool thing to say. Yeah. 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 That's <laughs> many people from there. Right. Um, Go there. Yeah. So, since we can't use, I'm going to still say Checker Records is Pinsky team, but since we can't use the whole team, I will I will say Elio. Okay. Castro Nemez. Castro Nemez. I know that name. I did no chamber go with that guy. All right. We'll allow it. We'll allow it. All right. So, checkers and records, boys. Hey, I'm married to uh, Ashley Judd. That's not it. Not anymore. We're not married. She was terrible, by the way. So, she was like, you thought the worst? Oh, worse. She was yelling at you guys for being in her pit. Like, they are working. You are just sitting on the pit box. Like, she's a Jud. Yeah, she's, well, you know, that entitled to become the Jud. Her introducing her dogs to me once. Her dogs? Buttercup and butter. That's butternut. <laughs> right? But, butternut. Yeah. Butternut. just like, uh, okay. Nice yeah. to meet you, dog. You know, this was funny because Dario and Greg Moore were really good friends, so they all hung out together at the motorhome, and we'd go over after the, after the day and hang out with them and have a couple beers, and they were always over there, so we got to, we got to, uh, we got to know her pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did, she, did she relax a little, I guess? She does, yeah, she's, okay. she's not that, that, I mean, I think that she's so standoffish because she's so... Uh, a star? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine? I mean, I, can you imagine going, no matter where you go, you want to keep the a Yes, I can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, real fast, but going back to, you know, you talking about Greg Moore. I, I was a big Greg Moore fan and Alex Zanardi as well. I, I thought Alex Zanardi was a racer and still is a racer. I mean, just seem, uh, where was that at? Uh, was it Rolex? Rolex, yeah. Yeah, just comes out and hops in the car. And- yeah, he's gone. Yeah. Yeah, good dude. He's a paraplegic. <laughs> Oh, right now, the funniest guy to me is TK. When we were at the track last yeah. week, dude, probably, you heard his knee, and here comes this golf cart flying through the pits. <laughs> I mean, not the pits, but the garages. With no disregard for where you are. Yeah, with a kid, kid and wife in the car. Just moves <laughs> in his spot, hops off the car, and he's like this. And then here comes everybody. <laughs> and he's... Sign, 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 smile. <laughs> sign, 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 hug, smile, picture. And he had it down. And we got him to sign one of our checkers and wreckers, black and white sports hats. Very nice. I got on film. It's on camera, folks. Tommy Boy. So it's legit. We need to get it to the. It's officially official. Mind stars. Tommy Boy. Let's hear yours. Well, I uh, I gotta disagree with everybody picking Penske on the uh, new world. I've said it for the past probably what two months that New Garden this year he's so focused. He's so focused on the season. It's not the Indy 500. He hasn't talked about the 500 this year. Every other year he was wanting to win the 500. It's it's in his head the season. I think he's comfortable. If it wasn't for his uh, pit penalty at the Grand Prix, mm-hmm. I think he wins that race. Uh, so it's a completely new new change of game there. He's got a great starting position. Joseph Newgarden, I think, takes it to victory lane this year. Okay, folks. Hold, get, hold, get your pins ready. Here's who's going to win the 500. Tommy Boy's record pick. 
and uh, I, he's got terrible luck here. Oh, boy. He's starting second. <laughs> I don't think he's going to do well. He's kind of got that uh, uh, Tony Kanan syndrome. Hey, Kanan, I guess, uh, did put uh, it also gone to one one year. Not, one year he finally did it. But, yeah, I don't think... Uh, Hubner may see five to ten, but I don't think. Uh, I don't think you know, it's awesome, right? Was that DK one under caution, not rain? Caution, yeah. Caution. Frank so, he won and no, Frank he won under and it was a win. I'm with you. I'm with you. Just like maximum security at the Kentucky Derby did not win. <laughs> Who drove for uh, Ray Hub and you're just... Buddy Rice. Buddy Rice. Tornado. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tornado came through there. I remember leaving and coming back. That was, that was awful. They <laughs> <laughs> two laps to the end and then... Uh, well, Kanan just pitted two laps before that because oh, he ran out of gas. I got and a program. Anytime I get a program at the 500, here comes a tsunami. So I don't buy a program anymore. I don't buy a program anymore. Just wait till the end of season sale on December when they're $3. Right? And then uh, if I got to throw a dark Hold on, we'll, we'll get a dark horse. We'll do a round, round table dark horse. So, howdy. Who was your record? Oh, oh, yeah, hard, hard, hard. Duh. The winner of this yeah. race. <laughs> awesome, I'll pick the winner. Alright. So for my checker, I'm gonna go with uh Tom Sneva and my records Taylor Bobby. There you go. Very nice. So now this year in 2019, who are you picking? Uh I'm going with Carpenter. Okay. As a record? No, no. Who you got as record? My record, I'm going with Kumasato. Anybody that wrecks going from the lead is my kind of guy. I agree. That Dario's win with Sato, that happened in the Southwest Vista every year since I was right in front of me. I love it. Oh, I've seen so that when Dixer. Uh, Dixie got airborne. Oh, yeah, right there. Yeah, that was, that was insane. Like slow motion to me, right? If it was what two feet difference, he would have came down on the oh, on yeah. the on the bridge part. Oh yeah. That's, oh man. Did you see the video? There's a photographer standing right there. Yes. He never moved. Oh, no, not one. Yeah. He's staring at. What's he doing? He's probably shitting his pants. Is he any part of it? I want to see those shots. Yeah. I do. I never see them. They are good. So it was signed in his yearbook that he would have the biggest balls of everything. <laughs> he wins. He wins. <laughs> All right. So now checkers and records also do a dark horse every week for the race. So Damon, Pippa Man. Addison loves Rick. Is that another name? Damon will save lives. Damon knows three names in the car. He has used them all. All right, Pippa Man. Eric, who you got as your car course? I may stick with Kendall. Just fear of the odds that just I think they'll strategize their way. Another one I would say watch is Serbia. Kind of the same deal. He's got a good car. Um, Trying to weed out some guys that told me they're not expecting much to the guys that are uh, that aren't favorites. Well, why don't you tell us some of those later after we go off? Yeah. Everybody not to take all our money out. I would say, honestly, I would say a dark horse. It's hard to say a dark horse starting to throw up at Ed Jones. 
No, it's like yeah, talked yeah, about yeah, a lot. Yeah, I, I like uh, that dark horse. And I would consider that a dark horse. It's, it's not it's not your typical center. It's not, you know, it is odd down there. Yeah. I'd say Ed Jones would okay. be my top dark horse. All right. Okay. I guess my top dark horse. Come on, Grandpa, speak up. Spencer Pickett. <laughs> nice. 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 How do you lose the so he went what? What was it? Two twenty the, the first day, who was that? Two years to birdie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What they do? Was it the, was it the weather in itself? Yeah. What is uh two forty down the back stretch? Yeah, a lot of the guys wanted to turn through that trap. Two forty, two thirty eight. Um, <laughs> just right. more of a setup. They, I think they thought it'd be a little more cooler. Yeah. Warmer. I bet it would be a little bit warmer. It's a little bit cooler. Um, that's the thing about the track. You got to set it up by conditions, so they right. change all the time. Lay that wing back. Well, it's not that too. It's the gearing. Yeah, well, yeah. And the gearing, the gearing is big. They have three top gears, and you got to make sure you fit in that uh, in that pole mode. You know. Well, that's the thing about Hamlin. He got stuck in sixth gear. Ooh. His car went downshift, Ooh. and he still put it in. Because you need it. You need that in the corners. To, uh, get some, yeah. And he still put it in on sixth gear. So I'm gonna go with as my dark horse. I'm gonna go with Hunter Ray. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't. He's out of the top ten. Twenty-four. I was about to say Marco. He's got the Andretti curse. He ain't never gonna win this damn race. It's gonna happen. It'll be this year, the 50th. It's gonna happen. We'll see what. I don't even think Marco's good enough to have the Andretti curse. Take that to the bank. I'm okay. Anyway, so my dark horse. I'm gonna go with the the rookie. Not everybody's thinking the same one. Well, talking about this. Charlie, my boy, I went and gave him the Felix. Felix Rosenquist. So I think my nephew now has a haircut. I've seen it. I've seen it. So I gave my wife a picture. He gave me the one that he signed with the thing hero cards. So I gave him that. And he's like, take a picture of this. And the senator is like, get Charlie a haircut just like this. <laughs> so I call it the Felix now. My boy walks around with the Felix. <laughs> yeah. So that is my uh, my dark horse. I think I think he's starting like 28. Yeah. So, I mean, he's back there. But yeah. I think uh, I mean, Ganassi, they know what they're doing at this track. They've been here. They've done that. So I think he finds his way up. We've seen him on pit road. He pulled up on a $100,000 golf cart. Yeah. And that's coming out there. But that thing had 24. He looks up. Were they spewing? Damn near. Speaking of Marco does have. Ludacris is going to be here with him. Ludacris. Yeah, he's friends with all these. So he's not racing. He's not a racer. He's not a racer. He's a celebrity. No, he's he's he said he's best friends with all these guys. Remember last year they had uh, ice tea and cocoa because they bought dogs. Yeah, that's the joke of the paddock. Like he's won two races. How does he get these friends? Hey, and they all like we want to vacate. You know what? Forget about it. I will say this is one time that I'm envious of Marco. Because if he's friends with Ice Cube and Coco, he gets to see Coco all the time. And I'm like, yeah, Ice Cube. Ice Cube, my bad. I said Ice Cube. I can remember back in the day. I had Ice, right? I can remember back in the day, and we should get these two back together. Willie T. Rebs and Bruce Jenner. 
Willie T got bumped off by him, and he came up and he was on the announcing thing, and they were talking to him, and they said, "What do you think of Bruce Jenner?" He said, "That guy couldn't drive a nail through a snowbank." <laughs> it was obvious he had. <laughs> <laughs> Howdy! Dark horse thing! Told me to. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would love to see him do it. I'd love to see him. I mean, I mean, after what he did in qualifying, because I was skeptical, but after seeing him that day in qualifying, I was like, this kid's got it. He real. I mean, I already knew he had it on a road course, because that's what he's accustomed to. But seeing how he performed Saturday on that oval. Well, didn't he won the Indy Light Series it. last year, right? Yeah, he won the Premium 100 last year, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, yeah. In the road course. He didn't wait before. Yeah. Uh, Actually, he swept the whole month. Yeah. Pat Award won the Freedom 100 last year, didn't he? No. I've heard of it. Okay. Heard of it. What did Pat, Pat Award, did he win the series last year? He won the championship. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then, I mean, talk about. Uh, I mean, that's Indy right there. Hey, what did I do? What did I do? I texted you. When I, I seen him going to the wall and I texted him, because I am a Rossi fan because he's what he is with me and Dreddy and, and all that. Battle Royal straight took him out of the Grand Prix right <laughs> before the Grand Light. <laughs> that was an interesting <laughs> Right after Battle Royal going in practice, slams the set, return to wall, about flips it. And I think it was Thursday. Uh, yes. And yeah, Thursday afternoon. I texted him. I said, I read this karma. Indianapolis Motor Speedway Karma. It'll get you. It will. And he, unfortunately, got the F1 or F1 ladder next year. He's, I, yeah, think, I think he's going to yeah. be a Royal Rumble. Yeah, exactly. yeah, I really do think he's. I pulled in last Friday when they made that announcement. When I got there in the morning, and they were constructing a Red Bull tent in front of this picture outside of Turn Four. I'm like, his helmet, <laughs> his helmet's Red Bull already. Yeah. Did you notice that? Well, we talked to him after he missed the race. And so when I come back next. When eventually I come back, <laughs> you're not coming back next year. Three million, fifteen million. Yeah, yeah. Right. I, 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 that's it's a pretty hard seed or get paid. Exactly. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. It's very hard to uh, easy. <laughs> to turn that down. Well, well, uh, you good? Hey, I'm great, man. That was an awesome show. Thank you so much. Yes. No problem. That was yeah, a really. blast. Really, it's, I uh, learned a lot from both of you guys. Yeah. Again, we'll, we'll let everybody know that Butch is retired. Don't call him. He's not racing. He's not uh, working on a race car. And maybe next year. Well, we'll I know, but hey, I'll see Butch's project. And maybe the this golf cart. cart. Dude, this golf cart that's in the garage. Tyler's looking outstanding. motors I'm going to tell you a little story about this buggy. Oh, geez. So... My nephew's getting baptized this past Sunday, his son. They got the buggy out, and it's 3 o'clock in the afternoon, okay? 3 o'clock in the afternoon on a Sunday afternoon. Beautiful weather at the time. Got the buggy out. Two minutes after, it shuts it down because it starts smoking, correct? Yeah, it's overheating a little. All of a sudden, we got a police officer rolls around. Noise complaint. Noise complaint in a lawnmower with... Any lawnmower, push more that I've heard is probably as loud or a little louder than this buggy is. It's hilarious. 
So we want to thank our guys from Checkers and Records for hanging out with us here at Black and White Sports for our uh, 500 special. Uh, we'll see you again next year for the same thing. Yep. Hopefully we'll have a better round table. Yeah, like a actual round yeah. table. You know what I mean? We're moving up. So we want you guys to make sure you check out Eric on his um, on all his social media platforms. Books don't social media. <laughs> don't call me. Find next year. There's always that racer in my bed. Yeah. And you can always find anything to do with black and white sports, checkers and records, esports and whatnot. And yes, and yes, there is racing in esports. So yes, he'll, be, he'll be involved in that as well. So you can hit all of our social media outlets, both shows, anything that we do on bwsports1.com. And what we got left. <laughs> you know what we do? Since it's the Indianapolis 500, we drive hard, drive fast, shift hard, keep the rubber on the road. You know, that's the first time I've messed up. your guys' slogan up. And I nailed it. The first time you nailed it. Right, awesome. So we do what in Checkers and Records? We drive fast, shift hard, and keep the rubber on the road. And over here in black and white sports, we just keep it sporty. <laughs> We're out of here, Indy. Hit the damn button. Hit some buttons.